Support for this podcast comes from Troy University, dedicated to teaching a new generation to lead change. Information on leadership opportunities available to students from day one is at troy.edu slash lead change. From Troy Public Radio, this is The Exchange from In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. February is known as Valentine Month and also Heart Month. But the Alabama Securities Commission has a more disturbing name for it. Amanda Sin, director, is here to tell you about the red flags to look for. Amanda Sin, so great to have you back with us on The Exchange here at Troy Public Radio. Thank you, Carolyn. Always a pleasure to join you. Amanda, a lot of people think of February as Heart Month or Valentine Month. And from your perspective, what do you think of February from the Alabama Securities Commission? From the perspective of the Alabama Securities Commission, we tend to think of it as Fraud February. Wait, wait, wait. Did you say Fraud February? Fraud February, Carolyn. The term. People need to beware. Meaning what? We tend to see an uptick in the number of romance scams perpetrated during the month of February. Everyone tends to feel more amorous around Valentine's. They get excited. You know, love is in the air. Every retail outlet in town, there's some sort of heart-shaped box of chocolates and cards and balloons. And fraudsters know this. And as every good con artist, they exploit those opportunities to take advantage of people. We see it in particular in the financial arena because fraudsters like to steal money. Are we talking about online romantic scams where this friendship, quote, starts developing and then the person on the other end wants to come fly and see the romantic partner, but they need a little help with the airfare? That's exactly the type of scam we see in addition to those scams that take place in real life. So, I don't know if you guys remember when the internet first came out and there were chat rooms and everybody loved getting online. You could hear the dial up and you could go in different chat rooms and they were separated out by interest. And so if I have an interest in cycling, I could log into that chat room and talk with people that were also interested in in road cycling. The same exists today, except now we have dozens and dozens of different platforms that offer different opportunities to connect with people. And fraudsters know that. And it is so easy online for a fraudster to take personal information about you and target you and develop a relationship. And so during the month of February, we see an uptick in the number of reports that come in from financial institutions that are paying attention to the accounts of their clients and have noticed unusual withdrawals. And we've been able to link many of these back to romance scams online. We've also received a few reports in about scams that are taking place in the physical world as well. So what are some of the red flags that a potential target of one of these romance scams needs to look out for? Online, Carolyn, it's simple. If they refuse to meet you in person and you don't know any of their friends or family and you've never met them, the first red flag is you don't meet them in person. Most of these online scams are exclusively online. It's just someone to chat with. And these fraudsters will often target recently widowed individuals and unfortunately our senior population who tend to spend a little more time online 
with that extra time and they're not in the workforce. So the biggest red flag is that they won't meet you in person. Right next to that is that they start asking for things, including money. You never want to date anyone who's right off the bat not going to meet you and is going to ask for money. If one of these romance events sort of develops and they do want to meet in person, do you have any precautions there? Absolutely. Back before the internet, when dating was happening and just in the physical world, we knew people who knew people. And I would always suggest, number one, now you can Google somebody's name. So, you know, Google their name, check them out, but start asking around in the communities to verify this person's identity. If it's someone that isn't in your community, always meet in a public place, bring someone maybe with you the first time, but do your homework. It's, it's just not the same world today as it was 20, 30 years ago. And especially in the dating area, there's some dangerous situations that can come up in the romantic relationships, but Google the person, do your homework within the community where that person exists. You can often find a lot of good information online and follow up in person as well. Amanda, suppose you have a friend or a family member and you see them getting involved with someone online. And of course, that's so flattering. But what would you do to alert this friend to be a little more cautious? These are tough situations, Carolyn, because feelings are involved, especially in a romantic type situation. We've had victims that have refused to believe initially that they are involved in a scam. So that can be delicate situations. I always encourage that person, just as a friend, of course, you will report the scam, but bring to their attention some of the red flags. You know, for example, have you ever met this person? Well, no. Why? And after some time, sometimes the victim realizes that they set aside their heart and start using their head, and and it doesn't make sense that this person wouldn't meet them. And sometimes just talking the situation through with your friend or family member helps them to realize that they are involved in a scam. There are so many online resources that can help them realize that they're involved in a scam. The Alabama Securities Commission, we have finally been able to update our website and we have a scam alert link that you can click on and read about some of these romance scams to see whether that's something that you may be involved with yourself. And so I encourage those that suspect someone's involved in one of these always report it. They can contact us or contact the local authorities. But the harder, the challenge there is to convince the victim that he or she is involved in the romance scheme. I think early on, you said, if money comes up, that is a big red flag. And I noticed in your new website, you have a scam alert section that leads to con watch. Are you talking about having examples of these things on your website? Absolutely. As we continue to move information over, and it takes some time to populate our new website, we will add links to the alerts that we've issued based on the reports that we're seeing from the public. So these are real scams that they can read about. We'll have tips to put out there, and this is all based on the experience that we have collected here about these types of fraudsters. So we're sharing with you everything that we because we are a law enforcement agency, are in a unique position to collect from the public. But we want you to be aware. So in the scam alert, we'll have signs there, how to identify a con artist, where to report in case you do suspect there's a fraud. 
you'll have opportunity to read through some of these cases that are happening. Of course, the names are taken out in many of them. And then the perpetrators are named directly in some of these cases. So you'll know who the fraudsters are. But there's just so much out there online to be cautious about. Always, if someone is asking you for money, they are not interested in you romantically. They are interested in stealing from you. And actually, I saw on your ASC website a complaint form and the procedures there to fill it out. And it's confidential. Absolutely. And I'm glad you mentioned confidential because we have had from time to time someone report on behalf of another and follow up with us. And they let us know that they're reporting this, but that the victim isn't aware or refuses to believe at the time. And so we have people on staff that go out and meet with victims of these type frauds and sit down with them and spend time with them and help them to understand that they're victims. So everything is confidential. So if you report, you know, we begin to investigate. And so, so we work with the people to hopefully help our citizens avoid becoming victims of fraud. And if they are already involved in one, to stop it. Amanda, thank you so much for joining us for the exchange today. Broad February. Thank you, Carolyn. Always a pleasure. That was Amanda Sen, Director of the Alabama Securities Commission. More information about romance scams can be found at the asc.alabama.gov website. Thanks for joining us today for the exchange from In Focus, which is a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener-supported Troy Public Radio.